Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. Memorial Day weekend is here. Don't be an idiot. Don't be drinking. Don't be driving. It's amateur weekend. Got to be smarter than that. Wait, Memorial Day is what? It's the week after, I guess. Either way, same picture, rhythm and blooms. Whatever you're doing this weekend, it's never a good time. Don't be an idiot anytime. But if you do, if you slip up, if you make a mistake, if you get pulled over, uh, don't say guilty. Say Garza. Marcos Garza and his team is East Tennessee's premier DUI criminal defense and personal injury law team. Garzalaw.com, 865-540-8300. Shout out to Marcos Garza and his team. Uh, let's get to the show. Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. March Madness is here. If you find yourself out watching the game, drinking, don't drive. Take an Uber. Call a taxi. Call your friend. Call your parents. Call somebody. I don't know. Don't get behind the wheel. But if you do, and if you get pulled over, and you find yourself in trouble, there's only one name you need to keep in mind. Marcos Garza. Before you say guilty, say Garza. But he doesn't just do DUI defense. He also does personal injury and criminal defense. If you find yourself needing a lawyer, use the people who support us. Marcos has been with the podcast for well over a year now. He might as well be a uh, founding member of the Ranch Gang. Marcos Garza, GarzaLaw.com, 865-540-8300. Let's get to the show. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. (laughs) But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his haircut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. <laughs> Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you May 15th, or as I like to call it, the Odds of May. (laughs) Nailed it. The other 15 of the months don't get any respect. It's all about March. Yep. I like to give proper respect to all of the odds. No one ever says, be wise, be, beware of the odds of May. No one ever gives them any credit. Not us. As Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. Uh, what's up, Seth? Not much, John. How you doing? I'm doing okay. So far, so good. How's your day? It was pretty shitty. You uh, care to elaborate? Not particularly. I'm hoping you're going to put me in a better mood. Well, just show me where it hurts, baby. Show me, show me what the problem is, and I can uh, hopefully help you out. You know, some days just suck. Some days are just shitty. That's why we have each other. It's like the great poet Fred Durst once said. It's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. You don't really know why. I think he says, but you want to testify ripping someone's head off, I think is how he said it. Love Fred Durst. Love Limp Biscuit. 
What's your favorite Limp Biscuit song? The only one that I know is that Roland song. Roland, 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 Roland. I mean, who doesn't love that? I could listen to that right now and like bob my head to the music. Do you like the rock version or the hip hop version? I didn't know there was multiple versions. Yes, there are multiple versions. There is the Air Raid version, which I believe is the uh, the regular one. And then there is the urban version, the urban assault vehicle version, which obviously urban means black. And they put Method Man on there. Method Man. Big Method Man fan. I used to really like Limp Biscuit. Doesn't Method Man do some acting? Mm-hmm. He's done some acting, right? Uh, he was on uh, one of the Chucky movies. Okay. He was in How High. That's the only movies I know him in, uh, but I know there's more. That's good. So he's done some like real cinematic stuff, you know, some some Godfather type movies. Hold on, hold on. Go go to your Twitter right now. Go to your Twitter. All right, I'm going to my Twitter right now. The, J- the JYD is just dumped. Oh, get down, big man! What do I need to go to on my Twitter? Get up and get down, big man! Did you did you just tweet it? We got tagged in it, I believe. Oh get shit! Up and get we down, sure did, big man. Thanks for the support, y'all. I got exempted. Look at him slam that thing. Big man got hops. He looks like he's about 5'6". My man is slimmed down. You can tell the extra explosion. (laughs) Holy shit, he got up. Get up one time, big man, and throw it down. Hey, he has gotten up a lot. He looks a lot better than he did. Hell yeah. Shout out to Falcon for tagging us in that. Falcon's a beloved patron. Bryson Taylor and uh, Keith McCoy both uh, tagged us in it too, or tagged at least me in it. So, and we love our patrons. Frank, get out of here! Get out of the recording room. I'm trying to record. Urban assault vehicle. I was worried about the JYD. I thought he had duped us. I thought I had been bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray. Because he said, hey, like this tweet, and if it gets 500, I'll do another dunk video. I helped him get to a 500. He got to like 1,300. I go to look for the dunk video, and he had deleted the tweet saying if he got to 500, he would dunk for us. I saw that he deleted it. I thought that we had been bamboozled. But he will never let us down. Is there anything Tennessee-related you give a shit about right now? No. No. Nothing at all? I mean, has something happened that I don't know about? I mean, no. I mean, just a couple of recruiting things, I guess. Well, let's go through them. We had the we had the Tate Ratledge guy choose Georgia. Yep. His father had to pull off the power T off of his truck. We had um, we we got the number one JUCO player in the country. Apparently, he's been boosted to the number one JUCO player in the country. I think I saw he looks pretty good. He went from unrated to number one player in the country just like that. I mean, he got a bunch of offers come in like Alabama, Georgia, Florida. So I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's justified. I feel like he's a stud. Yeah, we really need all the defensive backs we can get. I imagine just stack them, even though we have some good young ones. Now we'll see if we hold on to him, but whatever. It's a long ways away. Uh, Derek Walker announced he is going to 
Nebraska. I saw that. He decided he wants to play with Fred Hoiberg. Who can blame him? Fred Hoiberg's a beautiful man, very handsome man. We, uh, Grant Williams said he's announcing on Saturday whether or not he's staying in school. So that's nice at least, right? Like he's not going to make you wait much longer. The combine's going on right now. He said, hey, I'll let you know on Saturday. He's gone though, right? I mean, he's not coming back. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's like a 95% chance he's gone. Now there's a chance that he stays, but like I said, I think it's 95%. I saw his thing with, with Andy Katz said like he wasn't totally um, decided yet, wasn't totally set on going to the draft or whatever. I mean, he's going to the NBA. He said that it's appealing to him to be a three-time SEC player of the year. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Which I agree, that would be awesome. But I think being a millionaire would be even more awesome. That's what I was about to say. I mean, yeah, that's cool, but is it as cool as being a millionaire? And uh, the answer is no. You know what's really cool? Making a million dollars. It is pretty cool. I mean, I would rather make a million dollars than play for Rick Barnes another year. Rick Barnes is on my shit list. I'm out on Rick Barnes again. Totally and completely out. All the goodwill he's built up, I'm done. Out. Really? It's over. I'm done. I'm out. I wish you'd taken the UCLA job. What happened? He pissed me off the way he acted. He didn't get to the Elite Eight. He didn't get to the Elite Eight. Then he flirted with UCLA. Then he opened his mouth and said if they had given more money, he'd be the coach at UCLA. Then he got cucked by Jalen Cohn. He didn't have a backup, a backup plan for point guard. I mean, that was mostly like six weeks ago, though. Why the hell are you still mad about it? Because I didn't have a good day and I'm mad, period. So you're going to take it out on Barnes? Yeah. I'm out on Rick Barnes. Are you that sad about Jalen Cohn? I mean... It's okay, man. No, no, I don't care about Jalen Cohn. He just, what has Rick Barnes done well since we beat Iowa? I mean, he he went around to all the local businesses in Knoxville that offered him free food and made a video. That's true. He ate a shit ton of free food. That was nice. I'm out on Rick Barnes. He sucks. He didn't even get to the Elite Eight with last year's team. Yeah, we know that. We, we've known that for six weeks. Really, for like seven weeks. Well, I'm still mad about it. But I'm in on Tony Vitello. Huge series win last weekend. Huge series win against Florida after getting absolutely cucked on Friday night and giving up a 9-2 lead to lose 10-9. They rebounded and won the next two games of the series. If they win one this weekend against Ole Miss, they should be a lock for the NCAA tournament. So, I mean, Tony Vitello, who is in fourth place in the SEC East. Yeah, I'm in. I, not, did I, did I, I, I didn't stutter. I didn't stutter. I didn't stutter. I'm in on Tony Vitello, 
and I'm out on Rick Barnes. It's all about expectations. Hey, I said that same thing today on the radio. I was listening. No, you weren't. You're right, I wasn't. But I said it. I said that life is uh, all about expectations versus reality. But I would listen if I could. Yeah, it's not like we record it and put up a podcast every day. Well, when I come home, I have to record a podcast with you. Yeah, we do this every day. You're right. Well, the other, I do show prep a lot, a lot at nights. I do show prep a lot. You know, uh, we cut the commercials out, and if you listen on one and a half times speed, you could get through the three-hour radio show in like an hour and 15 minutes. Really, it's shorter than like an hour, really. That's like that's like chugging a glass of fine wine. Why would I want to do that? Touche. You don't just you don't take you don't take Cody McClure in one point five x speed, buddy. You gotta take him. It takes a while. I mean, it's you know, he's a full he's a five course meal. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Why? You just seem stressed out. You seem to be breathing heavy. I'm a little stressed, yeah. Really going to town that keyboard. Well, I'm going to the top of the chat so I can see the questions asked for the podcast. I'm a little stressed, John, but you're supposed to help me with the stress. Well, I didn't know you were going to just shit on Rick Barnes for no reason. <laughs> Crazy. He didn't make the Elite Eight. Yeah, then he got, was, that was seven weeks ago. Then he got cooked by Jalen Cohn. That was like two weeks ago. It's Jalen Cohn. Then he had the nerve to actually go and eat all that free food. I'm sure he gave them money. I'm sure he didn't take it for free. I hope he, I hope he gave them money. Just go back to Twitter. Let's watch the JYD one more time. Come on. <laughs> No, no, no. Let's let's get to some questions. No, let's get to the video. That puts me in a good mood. Watch the big man get and throw it down. I don't know if it's really a good mood is listening to him sing. The man can belt. Get up, big man! <laughs> it's like every time I watch this, I'm like, there's no way he's going to make it to the rim. And then he does. Did you watch the end of the video when he heaves it full court? He, 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 he launches the ball. <laughs> he makes it. He makes it. it. It goes in. That's the best part. That's the best part. It's the most that He's wearing video. dog tags. He's wearing dog tags. He knows it's a junkyard dog. He's embracing <laughs> dog tags. He's embracing it. This is stolen valor from J.Y.D. No. <laughs> oh, he's wearing dog tags. You can put dog tags on a dog. That's not stolen valor. You can put dog tags on a dog. Doesn't that make you so much happier? Uh, it does, man. It does. Aren't you in such a better mood now? Uh, J.Y.D. always cheers me up. JYD always cheers me up. <laughs> I just think about you that tweet in all caps on NFL draft night. <laughs> oh, the JYD. Oh man. I'm so glad you didn't lie to us about the dunk. I was terrified that he had put on too much weight and couldn't get up anymore. <laughs> I was terrified that he had gone. <laughs> <laughs> to try to dunk and he couldn't get up and 
His his power layup and turn into just a layup. Oh man, no, he still got it. He's got it better than ever before. He does. He looks better. He's 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 been on that Craig Fitzgerald uh, uh workout plan. Isn't that our strength coach's name? Don't act like you don't know Coach Fitzgerald. That's his name, right? Yeah, it's Craig. Anything else in the world you want to talk about before we get to questions? I don't want to. I don't want to be a podcast that just takes questions. So, uh, well, I want to talk about the 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 big news from last night. What's the big news from last night? The lottery. Oh, what do you want to talk about? Well, how do you feel? I'm fine. Were you surprised the Pelicans got the number one pick? I was. Well, I mean, they only had a 6% chance to get it, so yeah, I was surprised they got it. It was a 94% chance they wouldn't get it, and they got it. That's a good point. That's a good point, John. But I mean, anybody. I would have been surprised if anybody got it, because nobody had good odds. Like, the best odds they had were 14%. Like, that's not good. Really? It was. Is it always that low? No, they changed it this year to try to prevent tanking. Oh. That's why it was so crazy, as everyone just had pretty much even odds, for the most part. I mean... New Orleans had 6%, but, I mean, like, the teams ahead of them, the Hawks had 10 and a half, the, the Bulls had 12, and the, the three worst teams all had 14%. So they didn't have that much of a worse chance, you know? So the Hawks got the eighth pick. And the tenth. And the tenth. So who are we looking at? We're looking to package these trades, package these picks in for a trade? Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, I, 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 if they really want somebody at five or four or whatever, trading both picks to move up isn't isn't dumb. I just don't think there's anybody out there that they really want. I mean, I, I think they want Jarrett Culver and DeAndre Hunter, but I don't know if they want them that bad. I would rather just pick somebody at eight. I think you, I think you could get Cam Reddish at eight. I mean, I got questions about Cam Reddish, but at eight, whatever, he's worth it. And then at 10, you take somebody like Bull Bowl or Grant Williams or Jackson Hayes and hope that you hit the lottery. Hope that they turn into be good players. So Culver's going to be gone by eight? Most likely, yeah. He, I don't think he'll get past six. DeAndre Hunter will be gone by eight, too? Yeah, like I think he's going to go be gone by five. What? I mean, he was a nice player, but... DeAndre Hunter bought out the championship, man. Yeah, he he looked awesome. I mean, he looked awesome. He's somebody who can play defense and be a DN three guy. I mean, those those are valuable. So, the question is, what are the Pelicans going to do with Anthony Davis? They're going to trade him. Okay. I mean, I think that they could. I mean, I, I thought Boston got fucked last night. I thought Boston really got fucked by the Lakers moving to top four because now, like that trade, the Lakers can give the number four pick. And like Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma, and that's a pretty damn good haul. That's a that's a really good package now. So the Pelicans could have two of the top four picks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or I mean, theoretically, I guess they could get the Knicks pick at three and a couple other assets, and end up with both Zion and RJ Barrett, and just do like a Duke thing. So like, yeah, I mean, I thought the Celtics really got got fucked last night. Well, you love to see it because Boston. And their fans have had too much success. I do. I do love to see it. I love to see it. I mean, the Bruins are 3-0 and in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. The Bruins are what? The Bruins are up 3-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Like, Boston fans have had too much success in sports. So, I love to see it. 
I didn't know if Anthony, if this would make Anthony Davis rethink leaving. You think he's going to stay in New Orleans to play with 19-year-old Zion? John, I'm just throwing out some sports radio fodder for the masses. Okay, I'm just trying to start a dialogue. Okay, well, he's like, no, I'm good. I'm gone. He said, I, he said I'm not changing my mind. I'm, I still want out. I'm just trying to start a dialogue. Like I said, I think that the Lakers getting a top four pick makes their package a lot more valuable. The Knicks having number three, I mean, that's still pretty good. They have extra draft picks. They have a couple of young-ish players that are, you know, like Dennis Smith Jr. and Frank Nikita or whatever the hell his last name is. Like, they're okay projects. Like, they're 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 good young players or could be good young players, I guess. But are the Knicks going to be any good if they get them? If they get Anthony Davis? Well, yeah, because then they yeah. could get Kyrie to go with him. Oh, Or okay. Kevin Durant to go with him. Like, they'll have room to sign two free agents. Okay. They could get all three of them. They'll, they'll have room for all three of them. They could come out with Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Anthony Davis. Now, the, the talk recently is that neither Kevin Durant nor Kyrie Irving really want to play with each other because they don't want to be, like, number two. But I don't know if that changes if you get all three of them. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Lots I, I of... think the Pelicans getting number one really makes it easy to trade Anthony Davis now. Like, they're not having to hit a home run. They're kind of just able to say, yeah, screw it. We got Zion. We could – I mean, like, if the Pelicans come out of this with Zion, R.J. Barrett, Brandon Ingram, and Kyle Kuzma, that's a pretty good haul. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah, a, that's you, a really yeah, good, pretty good – that's it. a really good young core. It feel pretty good. Or about I mean, it. even rotate, say Lonzo Ball and and Kyle Kuzma instead of Brandon Ingram. Like I don't know which one they want better. Like I'd love to see Lonzo running a fast break with Zion. You know what I mean? Like they they could go to be a uh, really exciting team. So I think it's easy just to be uh, like you know what Anthony Davis, Sia, we're going to uh, trade you. We don't have to worry about getting a really good superstar back because we have our superstar in Zion. We're going to build around Zion. So I think it was good for them. I thought it sucked for like the Suns and Cavs, which, you know, whatever. Fuck the Cavs. I was happy they got screwed. Yeah, I mean, anybody that drafts Anthony Bennett number one overall, I'm not going to feel bad when you don't get the number one overall pick. That's what I said. Like, yeah, like you don't deserve it. You had LeBron. Like, like I don't really feel bad for the Suns either. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've, they've got Booker and Aiton. Like, that's a pretty good core. I'm not worried about them. I mean, I, I wanted the Hawks to get Zion. I thought that would have been really cool, but I got Trey Young and John Collins, so I'm, I'm fine. You know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think both those guys are future All-Stars, and you still got two top 10 picks and a lot of cap space and really good facilities. Like, you can go to the Hawks game and get your hair cut under the, uh, you know, in the, uh, the in the tunnel. They got a bar down there. Like, everything's good in Atlanta, man. Yeah, we're making things happen with the Hawks. You can get a haircut there by a really good barber. You can get a haircut. Imagine going there and getting a haircut and watching Trey Young throwing alley-oops at John Collins. That's a great night out. Do they cut white dudes here? Yeah, I would imagine. Okay. Well, you said barbershop. You ever been to a barbershop as a white guy? No. You've never gone to a barbershop? Like, no. You know, white, like with a white barber? Like you've never been to a barbershop with white men? I go to a salon. Your whole life you've gone to a salon? Yes. Your whole life? You've seen how nice my hair is. I only go to one guy. He used to be a stripper. I only let one man touch my hair. He works at a salon. 
The name of the salon is called Perfection. I mean, I'd, I, I'm okay with you doing that now as a 27-year-old adult or 28, however the hell old you are. But as a, like, 13-year-old kid, you were going to a salon? Yeah, he's, he's, he cut my hair. He was the first guy to cut my hair. When it works, it works, buddy. So he's been your barber for like 25 years? Or your your hair professional? Sorry for calling him a barber. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's respect the profession. He works at a salon. What, um, what's he charge you for a haircut? What do you pay for a haircut, first of all? Oh, wow. Wow, okay. No, 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 that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I was, that's not what I meant. I meant like at a barber wow. shop. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. Oof. He charges me $23. Wow, okay. You're going to go with bald jokes, I guess, huh? That's not what I meant. And you know it. You know that's not what I meant. I'm not sure it's not what you meant. I promise you it's not what I meant. I mean, $20 for a haircut is fine. Like, yeah, like there was a time when I would go to like sports clips and, you know, the $20 haircut whenever I lived in Ohio. Um, you know, in Athens, a, a good, I mean, I'd go to a hair salon in Athens and like 12, 13 bucks, but that was a small time, time in Athens or a small town in Athens. It was like 2006, 2007. So, you know, inflation and all that. Yeah, the housing crisis. I mean, I think your I think your haircut price is pretty standard. I think that's fine. Twenty three dollars. Yeah, that's. Is that after a tip or before a tip? I don't tip. That's like what it costs. Like he owns the booth. Like he owns the. He owns the place. Okay, well, I kind of agree with you there. I don't like tipping on family owned businesses when I know the owners are the ones waiting on me. Is that weird? No, I didn't think you tipped unless they rented the booth or whatever you want to call sure, it. Sure, sure, rented, sure. Rented, rented the property. I thought you only tipped if they rented the property. Or if they were just a simple waiter or waitress making two fifty an hour or yes. whatever, like two yeah. fifteen or whatever it is. Yeah. Like my, my Asian place down in, in Athens, Ming Dynasty, I always felt a little weird tipping because like, you guys own the place. You're trying to double dip? Yeah, plus you don't know if like it's actually chicken that you're eating. That seems kind of racist, but... <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I have great respect for the Asian people. Please, please note, podcast listeners, that I disavow Seth's comment. <laughs> I love the Japanese. I love the Japanese. Huge fans of the Japanese. Not, not the Chinese? They're okay. Not the Koreans? Every I think everyone likes the Japanese more than the Chinese, buddy. What about the Indians? The subcontinental Indians? My buddy AJ. I love him and he knows it. He's Asian. You just said you don't like Asians. So he, yeah, South Asians. Yeah, South Asians are fine. He's Asian. Yeah. Do people really like the Japanese more than the Chinese? Is that a take? Like you just threw that out all willy nilly. I don't really differentiate them. That's racist. No, 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 I'm saying... That's no, racist. No, 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 absolutely not. That's racist. You are not going to call me <laughs> racist. No, I'm not, I'm not saying so much. That's racist. The Japanese man looks just like the Chinese man, according to you. That is not what I said at all. I said I don't differentiate. I just think of Asians as nice people. That's all I was saying. 
You're not going to turn this around on me. You're not going to twist your way out of this. You talked about Chinese people eating cats. I don't know if it's real chicken. Well, you don't. Embrace debate, I guess. Listen, I'm just trying to start a dialogue. I love Asians. I love all people. I do too. I love the Japanese. You can't quit. You can't keep saying you love Asians and only the Japanese. <laughs> one, of my best I like the, one of my best friends in high school was Korean. I like the Koreans fine too. Huge fan of Samsung. That turned out that he was like 23 posing as an 18 year old. And that was kind of weird. That is a little weird. And they sent we him, a little, they sent him we, we have, they sent him back to Korea to work with We them. have a little immigration fraud going on here. But hey, I still love the Koreans. Like I said, I love Samsung. Huge fan of Samsung. Huge fan of um rice patties. What is happening now? <laughs> You're gonna get us canceled. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're the one that said they all look the same. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I said I don't differ differentiate them. I don't think I when I think of Asians, I'll say, "Oh yeah, I like the Japanese, but not the Chinese." I, that, that doesn't go in my mind. We're embracing debate. Nothing I have said is even slightly racist. I did love my Korean buddy. I did wonder why he was bigger and stronger and faster than all of us. He had armpit air when y'all were like in the second grade. No, no, no. I met him when I was a freshman. No, no, no. I met him when I was a freshman in high school. And he was a senior. And then after he graduated, he still hung out with us. So he was like 23, hanging out with like 16-year-olds. And everyone's just like, oh, man, this is weird. But I felt so bad for him because he's the nicest guy in the world. I still love him. Shout out to my guy, Tehoon. And it was just like earth-shattering. His parents, took, you know, basically... I don't know what they did, but they basically tried to pass him off as a 15-year-old. That way he could start school as a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like an 18-year-old senior, I guess, basically doing one year of American school and then, you know, being out on his own. Oh, man. He was five years older than y'all. That's awesome. No, he was like seven years older than us. <laughs> That's awesome. Because <laughs> he was already three years older than us. Like, you know, he was a senior when I was a freshman, so he's already older. <laughs> that is great. And they sent him back. <laughs> he got canceled. What was his name? Tehoon. Shout out to Tehoon. <laughs> Tehoon got canceled. <laughs> oh, he got canceled. His ass got canceled. <laughs> he has to go work at Samsung now. Oh, no, he had to go to the military. <laughs> they made him go back oh, to that. South Korea to be in the military. Don't they have mandatory? Yeah, yeah, you had to go back. Yeah. Mm. Damn. And that was like right when the you know the, the North Koreans were really ramping up their shit too. Is he still alive? I see him on Facebook. Well, actually, now that you mention it, I haven't seen him on Facebook lately. Rest in peace. Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna kill my guy. Hold on. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He used to. We were good friends. <laughs> Let's I hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> That would be awkward if he did now, because you're out here talking shit. <laughs> and I guess I kind of did. I said I love Samsung. <sighs> oh, no. When I type in his name, it doesn't bring anything up. Rest in peace. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just heard that cat. 
That's a good kitty. I don't yell at the kitty. She's sweet. <laughs> Frank's sitting here so jealous. All right, let's get to the patron questions. All right, let's get to them. Before we get to the patron questions, got a lot of people to shout out. Hold on. A lot of people to shout out. Busy. Let's get to busy it. Busy time uh, on Patreon. A lot of people signing up. We got Justin Gillespie. Shout out to Justin. We love you. A.K.A. Davey going from a $5 patron to a $10 patron. Shout out, Davey. We love you. New patron, Abraham Bates. Shout out to Abraham. We love you. New patron, Derek Pandolfi. Shout out to Derek. We love you. New patron, Corey Bell. Shout out to Corey. We love you. New patron, Grant Blackwell. Shout out to Grant. We love you. Andrew Galbraith raised his pledge from $2 to $5. Shout out, Andrew. We love you. Battle Bagley uh, the fourth is a new patron. Shout out to Battle Bagley the fourth. We love you. Battle Bagley the fourth. Battle Bagley the fourth. That's a badass name. Battle is a cool first name. I know. Being a fourth is cool too. Ryan Rayburn raised his from $2 to $5. Shout out to Ryan. We love you. Justin Gillespie, a.k.a. Davey, came back and said, you know what? $10 ain't enough. I'm giving $20 a month. Shout out, Davey. We love you. We appreciate you all. Thank you for helping me what? feed my family. <laughs> I'm not oh, done. you're not done. You're not done. You're not. Cut that new, out. Cut new that patron, out. Garrett Payne. Shout out, Garrett. We love you. New $10 patron, Matthew Sparks. Shout out to Matthew. We love you. And $2 patron, Garrett Ledford. Shout out to Garrett. We love you. If you're a new patron or if you're an old patron, we love you. Join the Discord. The Patreon, uh, the link is on the Patreon. Join the Discord. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the patrons right now are getting to listen live and comment along with us. Ask us questions. Seth's going to hit the questions right now. Before he does, though, uh, new shirts coming out. Uh, new stickers already out. I uh, just uh, put some in the mail. Okay, I'm lying. I'm going to put some in the mail tomorrow. I was supposed to do it today, but I got caught up. Um, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. Got a bunch of new stickers to send. Uh, we got a Smokies game we're going to on Thursday. Not, you know, the the 20, what, third? The 23rd yeah. is that when we're going? Yeah. Uh, you're not going, but uh, I mean, Smokies talk to, game. Talk, to, <clears throat> talk tomorrow when if you have any questions about the Smokies game. Smokies game next Thursday, so there's never been a better time than now to be a patron. All right, Seth, hit us with the questions. Patron DF, patron Dylan, I won't say his last name out of respect. He wants to know, John, what made you start the podcast, and how did you decide to make Seth the co-host? Okay, well, that's a good question. Uh, I, did, I did radio in 2015. I'd always wanted to podcast. I'd always wanted to do radio. So, um, obviously, the videos got really big in the you know early 2016, all throughout that summer. And it didn't look like I was going to be back on radio anytime. I was liking working on the farm. I was liking you know just making the videos and selling shirts. But I figured, hey... I've always wanted to do it, so now's the time to start the podcast, and that's why I did it. And Seth, uh, me and you have worked and done podcasts together before back in like 2013. I can't find that footage. I can't find it anywhere. Um, I remember um, calling into your radio shows and getting kicked for... Yes, you would always call the radio, so we I knew we had good rapport. And uh, on the first episode, actually, I just put it up. It was Elf Girl. I remember saying that you were just going to be like a rotating cast of characters, but you've pretty much stuck. Um, I love you, buddy. You know that? You were good. People liked hearing from you. Um, I said did. I love you. I said I love you. I love you too. Thank you. And I can't wait to see you this weekend. Friday night, buddy. Me and you. <clears throat> He's going to play. Um, Are you going to go to Silent Disco with me? What is that? Have you ever been to a Silent Disco before? No. I got a feeling you're not going to like it, so we might not go, but I think you might like it if I get you drunk enough. Does it involve dancing? You don't have to dance. 
Well, if it's with you, I'll give it a shot, buddy. That's what, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Yeah, Seth. Yeah, that's what I like to hear, man. New experiences. Think about how good it's going to be when um he plays, uh, what's your favorite Todd Childers song? Not Rock Salt and Nails. No, my well, my favorite song is uh, "Shake the Frost." That's my favorite. Shake song. the Frost. Think about how 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 sweet it's going to be when he plays "Shake the Frost" and we're together. That's my favorite. Uh, "Shake the Frost" is my song. It's a good song. User AJ Valls, first name Andrew. I won't say the last name out of respect. Shout out to AJ. He helped uh, me find two tickets today. He gave me a heads up on somebody selling some. So if they're not fake, shout out to him. If they're fake. AJ, man, like, what the hell are you doing to me? <laughs> Big fan of AJ. I'm Facebook friends with him. And I was scrolling through his profile pictures the other day. And his second profile picture had the Reed Ranch shirt on. Hey, uh, he had the Reed Ranch shirt on. Love to see it. He wants to know, for John, what is your favorite thing to do on the farm? My favorite thing? Mm-hmm. I always liked um, riding foilers, getting cows up. Okay. That was always my favorite thing. You get on the foilers. It's like you're, you're, in, a, you're in a gang. You got like trucks on one side. You know, when I was younger, they used to have horses too. They got out of that by the time, you know, but I remember like being like 95 or whatever. I'd have to walk because I was like five and I guess I was expendable. I had to get out and walk, but um, some of my uncles would be on horses. One would be on a four wheeler. It'd be really cool, but I I like doing that. You're, uh, you have to go up, you have to round them up. You have to cut them off, drive fast sometimes, you know, that, that was always fun. Otherwise, I liked just feeding cows because that's when I had time to do videos and do whatever I wanted. You know what I mean? Like I could just, if I was by myself, I just have to go in the field, pour the feed, get them up. Although it was a little stressful because sometimes I had to see if they were sick and sometimes I messed up and my dad would not be happy with me. He's like, how couldn't you tell, why couldn't you tell they were sick? And I was like, eh, he's like, you're shooting those damn videos, weren't you? Couldn't get off your damn phone, huh? And then I'd just be like, "Uh, yeah, my bad, man. I like hauling cows, too. Just uh, getting in the truck and trailer and driving around. I feel like a real truck driver. I was like, man, I wish I had a CB. Yeah, you used to want to be a truck driver, I remember. And I felt like it, and I loved backing that big trailer up and showing people how good I was at it. That was always cool. Ask me what my least favorite thing is. What's your least favorite thing to do on the farm? Weed eating or fixing fence. I hated that. Weed eating is the worst thing in the world. I had to weed eat every time I got in trouble. If it wasn't weed eat, he'd give me a sling blade. I have to go cut down, cut down brush. Brutal. And that was just like I, ninety degree July days. If I got in trouble, that's what I had to do. I hate weed eating so much. I would rather do anything. Um. And what is now a podcast staple, patron Chad wants to know, what is our favorite South American land mammal? I don't know where mammals are from. All right, so South African. South, South African, American. South American. South American. Oh, gorillas. Okay. Mine, since I did show prep, I actually did prep for the podcast. Mine is the Venezuelan red howler. Did you see the video of the gorillas like trying to run with their kids at the zoo and it was yeah. raining and they didn't want to get wet. So they were trying to like avoid the rain. So, re- so relatable evolution. <laughs> it was very relatable, very relatable, but I don't like when it rains either gorillas. 
Man, I love Planet of the Apes. That's such a good trilogy. Oh, they're awesome movies. The they're new awesome ones are movies. The, the, the new ones. The it's the best trilogy I've ever seen. Now, John Wick three is about to uh, top that. Although I, I got a sneaky suspicion they are going to uh, make more than three. But right now, the leader in my clubhouse for best trilogy is Planet of the Apes. And it's got two of my favorite actors in it. One movie's got James Franco. The other's got Woody Harrelson. You can't beat it. Yeah, big Woody Harrelson guy. I watched Highway Men over the weekend. Have you watched it on Netflix? I, I have not. Is it good? It was good. I mean, anything with Woody in it's going to be good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Something about those 30, the, like the 30s, I don't like, though. Not a fan of, like, 1930. Yeah, all I think about when I think about 1930 is, like, the Dust Bowl. And, like, people in, in soup lines. I think of everybody being poor, yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I think about when I think about the 30s. It was kind of cool, though. Like, I mean, it, the, they made it seem like everyone was obsessed with um, Bonnie and Clyde. Like, they were, like, the biggest movie stars of ever. You know what I mean? Like, just big mm-hmm. celebrities. But a great performance by Woody, per usual. And Woody takes no days off. My man just wants to smoke weed and make good movies. I uh, watched Leaving Neverland over the weekend. I couldn't make it past like the first hour. You watched all of it? You watched all of it? Yeah, we, we watched all of it, yeah. Here's us talking Neverland, what, three months later? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to wait to watch with my girlfriend because I thought, you know, what would be better than to watch Leaving, Leaving Neverland with her? So it was a good decision. We both enjoyed it. After we watched Game of Thrones... Um, we watched something else too, I think. What was it? Oh, we watched Uncle Buck. Shout out to Uncle Buck. I could watch Uncle Buck again right now. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, we watched Leaving Neverland. It was pretty it was pretty rough. You made it through all of it? Mm-hmm, yeah. I was just doing some show prep. There was no, at no point you're like, I'm tired of hearing about these little boys getting fucked. There was no point of that where you're just like, I've had enough. <laughs> I was doing show prep. It was show prep, John. Once they, at the beginning, uh, I said like an hour into it, was detailing like in his studio and he had the mirrors where he could see everybody. Once they had that and he said he had a bed in there, like where he'd lock the door or nobody could get in. Once they said all that, I was, I was out. I was like, all right, that's good enough. <laughs> got, got the picture. He liked fucking little boys. Yeah. Do we still listen to Michael Jackson or no? No, Michael Jackson is canceled. He is canceled. MJ is canceled. Not even like canceled. Not even like thriller on Halloween. No, he's canceled. Not even the Free Willy song at the end of Free Willy? I just canceled him. But I mean the Free Willy song just goes so well with the movie. Uh, I like Rockin' Robin back with the Jackson 5. That's a banger. But he's canceled, so I don't listen to it anymore. Is the Jackson 5 canceled too, or just yeah, solo stuff? It's a, if, it's all canceled. I mean, Tito wasn't out there fucking them kids. <laughs> Why do we have to punish him? I'm sure they still get royalties. How about how about you are not alone? How about that song? 
<laughs> How about the worst song in the history of the world? I used to love You Are Not Alone. And then I found out that R. Kelly wrote it about a 14-year-old girl he knocked up and made get an abortion. And then he gave it to Michael Jackson, who's fucking them kids, to sing. You couldn't have a more despicable song. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah that's pretty depraved. That's pretty bad. You might get us canceled in this episode, by the way. For what? For what? Uh, people are saying this episode will never see the light of day. P- many people are saying that this episode is too far. Too crude. You took on a whole continent of people, except the Japanese. You said you could not differentiate between different races of people. Just move on. Ask another question. And there was nothing wrong about the Michael Jackson R. Kelly conversation. Come on. Like, I think people are overreacting about that. We did nothing wrong there. <sighs> user Zach, fan favorite. User Zach, love User Zach. I know his last name, but I'll withhold it out of respect. He wants to know, have you ever called the cops on someone, John? Yeah, yeah, I have a bad example of calling the cops on someone. You tried to get somebody canceled. <laughs> did I tell this before? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, you said I tried to get somebody canceled, did you? Well, you, no, because you called the cops on somebody. I was just being stupid. Yeah, well, I did try to get somebody canceled. A dear friend of mine, actually. Oh, okay. I do know this one. Which one is it? The, uh, he lived with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I told this story on a podcast before? No, but you've told me before. You know, just in our, like, our private confidential talks, you know, you've told me. The podcast doesn't know, though. I had a dear friend, still a friend, although not as good of a friend anymore, but I was just texting him earlier this week. Um, he had a real problem with drinking and driving. And it got so bad, I remember, you know, going up to the woodlands, he almost hit that guardrail, or he actually did hit the guardrail, he scraped the guardrail. I wasn't with him at that point. Uh, so he gets drunk, I get, we get in the car, he's riding behind like Cool Beans and all those places, you know, on campus, wherever those streets are. And he comes very close to sideswiping a parked car. And I said, come on, man. I was like, let's, let's not drive, like, let me drive, let's call it. Uber wasn't really big at this point. This was like 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's take a taxi. And he's like, fuck you, man. Get out of the car. I was like, what? He's like, get out. If you don't like the way I drive, get out. I said, all right, motherfucker, pull over. So he pulled over and I got out and he left. And I had like all I had in my pocket. I didn't this I, I either didn't have any money in my account. I didn't have my cards or something. I had like $20 cash. And it's like 1 a.m. Like I said, it's before Uber. I walk back down to the tin roof, RIP, and I find a taxi guy. I'm just like, look, man, could you get me to Cedar Bluff for $20? I mean, I had like $24. Like, this is all I have. Can you get me home? And he was like, yeah, yeah. So I guess before I got to the taxi, I, I called the cops, and I reported a drunk driver in a blue Jeep who had tried to run me off the road near i said paper mill because i knew he was going back to cedar bluff so as we're driving back i see his car on the side of the road with the flashers on and no one's in there and i was like oh my god i got him arrested turns out he ran out of gas and had to walk to the gas station he was there in the morning when i woke up and we didn't talk about it i eventually told him this like five years later he was obviously upset but kind of laughed about it But that's the only time I've ever called the cops on somebody. 
I would like to say it's because I didn't want him drinking and driving, but it was really because I was just really pissed at him. But I was pissed initially because of the drinking and driving. Like, it had gotten out of control. My man was blacking out nonstop. And I was like, you're too smart for this, buddy. you got to stop. And then he made me walk and stranded me. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm snitching. I'm, I'm not snitching. I'm blowing the whistle. I'm whistleblowing. But nothing happened. He just ran out of gas and had to walk to a gas station. Then actually the bartenders from the bar we were at came by and picked him up, which was, I guess, good luck from him. But shout out to Garza. Don't drink and drive is the moral of the story. But if you do, call Marcos Garza. Don't say guilty. Say Garza. That's the only time I called the cops. Was that a question for both of us or uh, you? No, it was just for you. It was just for you. It's just for you. Um, user Jake Tidwell. He wants to know what's the best meal we have ever cooked entirely by ourselves. Ooh, I, Which seems like a good question because I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I whipped up some like barbecue chicken and mashed potatoes and like macaroni and cheese one time. That's about the best I got. I mean, I make a really good egg sandwich. Um, <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, there's not like there's not a lot here, Jake. I make some really good tortellini with pesto. I boil the pasta for ten minutes, and then I put pesto on it. And then put Parmesan cheese on top. That's probably the best meal I've ever cooked. I don't cook much. I'm not a big cooker. Only so, only so few hours in the day. I can't spend them on cooking. Yeah, same. That's just what it comes down to. Same. User Will Warren, patron, friend, and brother to the podcast. First of all, I just got in the mail. A save the date for Will and his lovely fiance Carly. Same, same. For their big day. So, congratulations, Will and Carly. We love you both. He would like to know what is the one purchase, $400 or more, that you regret the most? Got a lot of gambles, like a lot of sports betting that I've taken the wrong horse on. Got a lot of those. As far as purchases, uh,. Over $400 purchases that I regret. None's coming to my mind. I got some like at $300. Like I bought in 2008, I bought like a $300 iTouch instead of just getting an iPhone. I got the iTouch Mm -hmm. that you pretty much had to have Wi-Fi on to let it get on the internet. That was a really bad purchase. That was dumb. But it came in like $330. I brought some Prada sunglasses that were really what I thought were cool in high school. I dropped like $300 on them, but I, I got those stolen from me, so that seemed like a dumb purchase. Those are the two that come to mind. I don't have anything over uh, over 400 though. Yeah, I th- I'm trying to think. Like, I don't think there's really anything over 400 I sincerely regret. The last I spent $600 on going to see the Titans versus the Colts. Okay, that was pretty bad. I bought your ticket, and that was $600, so like that was a pretty terrible purchase. But we had fun. A little. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. That dude got mad at me eating chicken fingers. That happened, sure. I I still have my Titan scarf. I got a flag somewhere I need to put up in my studio. We got to hang out with Marwin. We did. did. Got to hang out with V-Love. Shout out to V-Love. Both fine people. So it wasn't wasn't a total wash, but yeah, that that was a shitty purchase, John. 
We would, I spent six hundred dollars to watch Blaine Gabbert in twenty degree weather. Missed that wide open throw. Twenty <sighs> degree weather to watch Blaine Gabbert. Actually, it wasn't that cold. It was like forty though, or thirty. It, it, it was rainy. Yeah, it was rainy because I remember I almost wore shorts that day, so it wasn't twenty degree weather. So I at least had that going for me. User Tennessee, longtime patron, longtime friend. For John, best possible ending on Game of Thrones. Who sits on the throne? For me, he would want to know my favorite flavor of Lacroix and my worst, the my least favorite flavor. Favorite flavor is apricot. Least favorite, I had this cucumber grape mix one time that was garbage. Love seeing, love seeing. Uh, first of all, him not respect your Game of Thrones takes. I love seeing that. He didn't care. He didn't ask you. Love seeing that. Uh, for me right now, the perfect ending is now. If you ask me what my actual perfect ending is right now, with what we got to work with, I would like to see. I'd like to see Drogon kill Danny. I don't think that's going to happen. So I think Jon Snow is going to kill Danny. Um, I would like to see Sansa and Tyrion wed, where Sansa gets to be the queen and Tyrion is the, the I guess the king. I guess in that sake, that picture. I guess. Um. I'd like to see. I mean, Tyrion actually take that back. I mean, Drogon's not going to eat her, so most likely, I like to. I'd like to see Tyrion kill Daenerys. I'd like to see the, uh, you know, another Lannister kill the Mad Queen. You know, Jaime killed the Mad King. Tyrion kills the Mad Queen. Sansa gets to rule at the end with help of, uh, you know, what's his name, Tyrion. That, that's what I want to see. Okay, I respect it. You got any more questions? Or are we good? Uh, looking. I mean, yeah, I think that about covers it. I mean, it's fifty-two minute episode. I gotta go grab some. Wow, time flies when you're talking with your buddy. Time flies when you're having fun. Levi wants to say best podcast ever. Shout out to Levi. You know I love you, buddy. I'm gonna have to do some real editing here. Incredible content per Levi. I'm gonna do some real. Some real editing here to make this presentable. Per Levi, I'm upping my donation from $10 to $20. We don't give hypothetical shout-outs. Shout-out Tay Hoon from Mason Taylor. Mason Taylor, thank you for your service, buddy. You know I love you. At least we end with supporting the troops. We love love our troops. We love the troops. Shout-out to all the troops in the Discord. User WH, user Mason Taylor, thank you for your service. And anybody we might not know who's in the Discord. And anybody and anybody I miss that I, we love the troops. And, I mean, Memorial Day is coming up right around the corner. So, thank a veteran. Thank a veteran. All right. See ya. Later, buddy. Love you. Love you. They start flocking. Here's what I say when the ass keep knocking. My daddy said, trust no man but your brothers. And never leave your day ones in the gutter. My daddy said, treat young girls like your mother. My mama said, trust no hoes, use a rubber. I'ma act one, two. Stop the track, bring it back. What it do? See, Ricky said, never let nobody get the one up on you. If they run up on you, hit them with a one, two. Or a bitch slap. Leave the code to sack your brother back regardless and stick with your day one homies that was here before you started and fear no man but the
above your head Pray before you go to bed Everything my mama said First they knocking Now they hopping All on the way Cause they see me popping Big, big, large pockets They start flocking Here's what I say When they ass keep knocking My daddy said Trust no man but your brothers And never leave your day ones in the gutter My daddy said Treat young girls like your mother My mama said Trust no hope Use a rubber My daddy said Trust no and never leave your day ones in the gutter My daddy said treat young girls like your mother My mama said trust no hope, use a rubber Hey, your mama ain't shit, your daddy ain't shit And I been making waves way before nostalgic That was back in Kara City, yeah, when I was just a chick With the all-black faded dicky with the Raider fit That was it, we was lit, y'all wasn't even shit yet We was 3-6, Wu-Tang mixed with Dipset Ricky used to take me to my first shows ever